This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What up, listener? We wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this Blue Wire podcast. Be sure to show your support to this pod by subscribing and dropping a five-star review on iTunes, a follow on Spotify, or the appropriate dap for any other platform you might be listening on. And if you're enjoying this show, chances are you'll like one of our 75 other sports podcasts. Find more shows you'll love at bluewirepods.com. Thanks again for listening, and now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Blue Wire. The Arizona Cardinals select Kyler Murray. And the 2019 Offense Rookie of the Year is... This year's most valuable player, Lamar Jackson. Jackson himself. Look at him turn back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles. He is Houdini. Touchdown, Patrick Mahomes with a rope. Chiefs are Super Bowl champions here in Miami. All right, guys, welcome back to the Establish the Past podcast presented by Clutch Points. I am your host, Blake Lovell, and with me is my co-host, Dylan Reagan. And this episode of the Establish the Past podcast is brought to you by BetOnline. Go to betonline.ag for 50% welcome bonus with using the promo code BLUEWIRE. And uh, excited about that. And Dylan, also excited about our interview with uh, Mike Tolbert, which we promoted that in our previous episode, we were going to have the three-time All-Pro fullback on with us, and we were fortunate enough to catch up with him and talk to him about a lot of different things, really, throughout his career, what he's doing after football, really fun conversation. Yeah, Mike couldn't have been nicer. I've, uh, Unlike you, I don't have a ton of experience interviewing professional athletes, so, uh, you know, it was a good time. He made it an easy one for me for a first one, so, yeah, I was Super nice guy, and uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff talking about, obviously, his his own Super Bowl appearance. He had some good insight on both the 49ers and Chiefs, talked a little bit about Kyle Shanahan, how he would have fit into that offense, obviously, a lot of things to say about uh, the game itself, and a lot of the stops in his career. We got some stuff on Ron Rivera. You asked him about Philip Rivers and what's next for him. So yeah, a lot of good stuff. In addition to what he's doing now in his personal life with the Rockbox Studio that's going to be opening in Charlotte, is uh, obviously very excited about it. And uh, it's 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 always great to see uh, guys that transition away from the field and have something they find a passion for. And it seems like Mike Tolbert's going to do just as well in the second part of his life here after football as he did in the first part. No doubt, I give Mike an A plus. I give you an A plus. Uh, great questions, uh, fun interview. Like you said, uh, really excited to catch up with him. And and yeah, we did. We covered a lot of different areas, and uh, it was one that you know he's really promoting 
Rockbox and something he's very excited about. And we did. We we sort of had that question for him, and he stressed that, you know, for athletes after professional sports, we've seen that transition sometimes is not easy. And, you know, he even talked about it. it wasn't easy for him, and it's still not. But, you know, it's about finding that thing you want to do after sports. And so uh, I thought that was very fascinating to get his insight on that, along with all the other stuff going on right now in the NFL. So many things to talk about. So, uh, as we said, really fun conversation. So we'll go ahead and jump into our conversation with uh, the three-time All-Pro fullback, Mike Tolbert. We're back here, as promised, with uh, Mike Tolbert, who, uh, as many of our NFL listeners know, uh, former fullback in the league, uh, three-time All-Pro, and uh, we're excited to have him on. Mike, uh, we appreciate you joining us. Hey, man, I appreciate you for having me. You know, I've been looking forward to this. So yeah. I'm excited. Absolutely. We're excited to have you on, and, and we have a lot to talk about because we know you have some exciting stuff you're doing uh, now after your NFL career, and we'll get to that here in just a few. Uh, but I guess our first question, and, you know, we, we talked to a lot of people, and we have to ask them this after Super Bowl 54. Uh, I think the one question we're asking everyone is, uh, is I guess it's Patrick Mahomes. Is he human? Do you know? <laughs> I don't think so, man. He's one talking on the sound human. So, uh, man, the things that he can do with a football in his hands is amazing. Uh, it was a great game, though. Great football game. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, and, you know, we, we look back at that game, I guess, you know, just to – to see how, you know, the Chiefs play, I know, you know, for a guy like yourself, you know, an offensive guy, it's just, we've talked about this all season, just the creative style of play. I know Andy Reid's someone like that that we've seen throughout the league, you know, a very creative offensive mind. Uh, it's got to be fun just as a former offensive guy to, to watch a team like that play. Oh, yeah, man. It's fun just to see, um, to see what's next because they do so much that you don't know if, Patrick Mahomes is going to throw the ball 40 times or they're going to hand the ball off they're going to quick toss and reverses or they would love to see them throw the ball deep to a Tyree kill. But, I mean, just to see that the explosive nature that they can just put up 20, 30 points in a quarter is, is great to see. Another thing I thought about after that game, as a former fullback for yourself, I know Kyle Shanahan uses the fullback with Kyle Juszczyk so uniquely. Would you have loved to be in an offense? I mean, obviously you enjoyed all the guys you played for, but how would you have fit into uh, Kyle Shanahan's offense uh, as a pass catcher and all the different unique things he does there? I mean, I think it would have been a, a great fit. You know, Kyle Juszczyk is probably the best fullback in the game right now since I retired. Put that on the record. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, you know, I think it would have been a great fit. I mean, his offense is very creative, and he uses he, he uses everybody on the field, not just the one or two players that they call key playmakers. You know what I'm saying? They got everybody that can make plays through that offense. You know, uh, one of my really good friends, Patrick Barco, mm-hmm. um, he played for, for Kyle Shanahan when he was in Atlanta, and he loved him. You know what I'm not only as a coach, but as a, as a person, too. So I'm all about that. Awesome. And another thing I want to bring up, I know an interesting theme of Super Bowl 54 was obviously two of the uh, running backs, the star guys, Damian Williams and Raheem Mostert, both both being undrafted. You yourself being undrafted. What do you think about all these guys? There's so many in the NFL now that are kind of carrying the mantle, proving that you don't need to you know, go in the draft to still have a successful NFL career. Uh, well, honestly, when, when I look at you know all the guys that I know and all the people that um, – that you see that's undrafted or didn't have a chance to look to combine and things like that, it makes you wonder, is the NFL's process really all that detailed? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. To, to the point where, like, 
people that's evaluating the talent that's going to these small schools and going to these big schools and drafting somebody in the second round that you cut the next year or things like that. Are these, like, the qualifications of these people that's actually evaluating the talent? I mean, people that doesn't play the, that don't play the game, mm-hmm. they can actually watch the game for 10, 15, 20 years and tell if somebody's good or not. But somebody that's in the game, in the office, in the upstairs, in the front offices, they seem to miss a lot of the time. And miss guys like Damian Williams or mm-hmm. you see Ryan Moser get cut for six, seven times, 17. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just mind-boggling sometimes. Like, how does a guy like this flip through the cracks so many times? Because it happens every year. You see it every year long. Yeah, and it's, it also seems like the organizations that find these guys are the more successful ones, top to bottom. Obviously, the Chiefs and Niners are great examples, but other teams too. And and a lot of the teams you're looking at that have been the guys are cutting them, not having the best records the last few years necessarily. So that's probably part of the whole uh, issue, like you're saying. That's an interesting point for sure on um, how many guys just slip through the cracks. But uh, transitioning more to your own career, uh, kind of it was good timing for us a little bit here with the announcement that Philip Rivers will not be coming back to the Chargers. It's going to be really odd seeing him in another uh, uh, uniform next year, and I assume it's going to be the same for you. Obviously, you played for him for a number of years, so uh, what are you looking forward to for him uh, wherever he ends up next? I'm I'm interested to see where he's going to land. You know, um, Mm -hmm. there's a a bunch of quarterback teams out there, but there's also a bunch of quarterbacks out there, so it depends on um, where he lands is how I love he's going to do but, I mean, Phillip is the ultimate competitor. I always say he's the smartest player I've ever played with, him and Eric Weddle. So, um, it just, it, it's one of those things where um, it's it's shocking because you would think that an organization like that would let that guy go out on his own terms underneath that, that umbrella, you know what I mean, so to speak. Like, I don't, I, I don't understand the Patriots not talking about Tom Brady right it's mind-blowing to me, you know. And Drew Brees, it's it's like that's like those type of guys. Like you never let leave the organization, never let leave your building. Like I, I guarantee you, there's no way that Green Bay will let Aaron Rodgers do the same thing Brett Favre. <laughs> it will never happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ever seen an untucked button down? They look bad. Why? Because they weren't meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, there's Untuck It, the original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, Untuck It shirts always fall at the perfect untucked length. And with more than 50-plus fit combinations, Untuck It shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. I like to think of myself as an athletic guy, and let me tell you, Untuck It fits my frame perfectly. These shirts are great. You can choose from styles like wrinkle-free button-down, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. With Untuck It, your shirts will never look baggy, boggy, too long, or too big again, and their website is so easy to use. They even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your fit. So whether you're shopping for the perfect gift or just trying to craft a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit Untuckit.com and use the code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's 
untuckit.com, promo code BLUE for 20% off. Yeah, Mike, uh, I guess on that front, too, we talk about an organization and someone that has played a huge role in an organization, certainly close to you as well in your career, and that's Ron Rivera, who's someone that, I mean, you, you've right. talked about it before, and we've heard you talk about the impact he's had on you. You know, he was there in San Diego. He was there in Carolina. Now he's entering a new challenge with the Redskins. We've always said on this show and our, throughout our talks I think he's someone that that is one of the more underrated guys and doesn't get enough credit for what he's accomplished. Uh, it's going to be weird to see him too on another sideline this year too, I guess. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it would be. And, you know, he's, he's definitely had a big impact on my life and the lives of countless other people that he coached, played with, been around. You know, he's just that type of guy that as soon as you meet him, you're impacted. You know, he has that type of vibe, that type of presence. But it's going to be weird because I mean. I've always played for him to see him with the Washington Redskins and, you know, not in the Carolina Panthers, blue and black. It's going to be, um, it'll be different, but I, you know, I, I wish the best. I'm retired now, so I'm just a fan of all 32 teams. You know what I mean? I'm retired, so I can sit back and just enjoy football, which is the best part of it. Yeah, absolutely. You have so many relationships with so many guys at this point and so many different teams and then former teammates, uh, like, you know, potentially Greg Olson moving to the broadcast booth. Had to ask you about the 2015 season when you guys, 15-1, and one, one of the, you know, most incredible regular seasons we saw in the past decade. Is that your, I mean, you had so many great years in San Diego as well, but is that your favorite season as an NFL player um, when you guys with Carolina went all the way to the Super Bowl? Well, yeah, I, I mean, I would, have, I would be a fool to say it wasn't. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but it, it definitely was um, the best time, best locker room, best atmosphere, mm-hmm. you know, just in general, the best feeling I've ever had playing football other than when I was in college. Because, like, we genuinely cared about each other, but the competition was always there. We were mm-hmm. always together. Like, a lot of a lot of teams, when, when they are done and meetings are over, you know, uh, players go home. Like, we stayed after and just kicked it, just chilled on and watch Monday Night Football together, or we stayed out there and and played cards, played dominoes, just hanging out. You know what I mean? And we've mm-hmm. been there all day, things like that. Sometimes my wife would call me like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, I, you know, I have to tell her, like, I'm getting treatment, but really, I'm playing dominoes with Fozzie. And you, know what you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so, like, it was just an amazing time. I mean, Greg Olson. Not knowing what his career is going to end up like, but he was one of the best that I've ever played with as well. So. Mm-hmm. Mike, uh, I know one of the, the main reasons we, we wanted to catch up with you is, like we said earlier, you, you're doing some really great things outside of football and, and something you've really gotten into. You're going to be opening up a Rockbox studio this summer in Charlotte. I know you and your wife very excited about that. Uh, we were talking about, you know, you guys recently did a story w- with The Athletic. We were reading all about it and sort of really the impact it's had on both your lives, both you and your wife. And and I guess, you know, for our listeners uh, who don't have that type of background on what Rockbox is or kind of how it's come into your life, uh, let them know more about it. Okay, so Rockbox is a is a uh, studio. So it's a cardio, fitness, kickboxing, um, boxing, optional workout. And it's 50 minutes. You know, we, we, we do a lot of boxing, a lot of kicking, music's pumping, music's jamming. Um, my functional workouts is different 
different types of workouts. You got upper body, lower body, core workouts. I mean, and what it is, it's an atmosphere. Everybody of all shapes, all sizes, all colors, all religions, everybody come in and better yourself, you know, health-wise. You know, we offer uh, personal training. We offer, um, I said personal training, uh, nutrition, uh personal coaching so you come in and sign up you know you're going to get a personal coach and somebody's going to be there to hold you accountable you know what i mean because a lot of these places you can go to and and you show up when you show up but if you don't show up with us for three or four days somebody's going to call you somebody's going to text you somebody's going to email you somebody's going to let you know like hey you're sweet. and you said you wanted to be this bill you wanted to be great i'm mm-hmm. here come on and get this work in I mean, but this is fun. You know, it started here in, in Carolina. It started here in Charlotte. And they've really grown it to a spot where they can start franchising. So we decided to go ahead and go forward with that. Yeah, that's awesome stuff. I mean, I know boxing is a sport and exercise that athletes, non-athletes, like you're saying, kind of every everyone can kind of do it. When did you first fall in love with it? I know you talked a bit in that athletic piece about how you started kickboxing as a way to exercise when you're still a player. But when did you first really fall in love with boxing? Fell in love with boxing. I would say mid nineties when I was old enough to see it and know what was going on. Mm-hmm. When I was watching Mike Tyson fights and Vander Holyfield, I'm from Georgia, right outside of Atlanta. So Vander Holyfield was like everything to us, you know. Vander and Sanders. So I started watching boxing then, and then I just was hooked. So I did a lot of um, <laughs> when I was in college, I did a couple King of the Ring type things that. Mm-hmm. Gloves and stuff like that, just putting on gloves and headgear and, and fighting, um, not knowing what I was doing. And then when I got into the pros, um, I used it um, nine out of my ten years to stay in shape and and as my former off-season workout, cardio and mm-hmm. stuff. And because I didn't like to run, I still don't like to run. How <laughs> <laughs> um, I stayed in shape is how I got my cardio. I did. So it was, it was fun. Awesome. Mike, uh, you know, the NFL, we talked about this before, you know, continues to try to find ways to, to make the game, you know, safer, less demanding on the body. But as we I mean, football is still football. We all know that. We know it's going to take a toll on your body no matter what. How important has that been for you, you know, to have something like like Rockbox, especially to be able to, to maybe prevent, you know, some of the after effects of your body really after such a physical career in football? And I assume it's the same for, for a lot of other former players as well. Well, yeah, I mean, we have, we have a totally separate conversation on the NFL's take on player safety and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, to be, to be completely honest, um, if, if you're if you're a football player and you play what I what I call the game the right way, you know that's all out. You know, um, no no regard for your body and you trying to make every play. Then when you're done, you're gonna have to make some things, some yeah, uh, major or minor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My 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 shoulders hurt. My my neck hurts from time to time. My my back hurts. My knees hurt. You know, I wouldn't trade it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I just deal with it. But it definitely being able to have Rockbox, it helps me um, helps me stay fluid. I would say, you know, it helps me, helps my body continue to be in that, that that state of constant work. You know what I mean? So I don't sit down and get 
sore because I'm constantly doing something. Yeah, it's so important to find that passion kind of after football. In this case, it works out to kind of help you, as you're saying, with your exercise. There's a lot of professional athletes who have struggled with that next question after retiring. I know you've talked about how you had the same struggles early on after walking away from football. But as you've gone through this process, what's the biggest piece of advice you give to someone as they try to transition from, you know, how many years in the NFL? Some guys, not so many other guys, long careers like yourself. Uh, what was your, the biggest piece of advice you give for finding a passion after football? Um, I would say take care of the money while you're in the game. So mm-hmm. when you come out, when you come out of the game on the other side, retiring or forced out or injured and can't play anymore, <coughs> excuse me, um, I would say take care of your money. That way you can take your time and find yourself. Mm-hmm. After the game, because it took me six months, a year, almost a year and a half to two years. You know, we're just now doing the rock bars. It took, took me this long to to find what I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? Don't mm-hmm. it. Because, I mean, you know, there's a lot of battles that go on mentally when you're done. Like, I can still do it, or why do they not want me? You know, all that inner, inner self stuff that you have to go through. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. yeah, take your time because when you retire, you're still young. Like, I retired at 32. Yeah. I've got a lot, lot of life left. Mm-hmm. So just take your time and, and realize that that it's going to be okay, but you need to figure it out. Because you figure it out how to figure out your own time schedule, your own schedule. Because that's the thing that I think the biggest difference is when you're in the NFL, everything's scheduled to you for you. So you mm-hmm. get there at eight o'clock. You got a meeting at eight thirty. You got weights at nine. You got ten o'clock meeting, meetings, meetings. You got one o'clock practice. You got twelve one o'clock or two thirty lunch. You got meetings after lunch. Like everything's mm-hmm. scheduled for you. So when you're done, there's no schedule. So finding your finding your own place in the world that's outside of football is the most important part. That's why I said take your time. Just kind of figure out where you fit in. Yeah, I feel like that's great advice for just people in general, whether they're transitioning from a sport, maybe even college athletics, if they're not going to be going pro in some other sport. I just feel like overall that's really good advice for people as they kind of move through life, finding different things to do. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the main thing I found, man, is that, like, I I had to take my time, you know what I'm saying? I Mm -hmm. had psychologists and psychiatrists just to – make sure my, my, my head is right. Mm-hmm. And I still go through those battles today. When I, when I watch football, I'm like, man, I can still do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, mean, I look at my wife and she's like, I sit down. Well, Mike, we're, we're excited you're not playing football because that means we get to talk to you, and we're excited to have you on. And like we mentioned, uh, the stuff you're doing with Rockbox, I know you're very excited. Uh, before we hop off here, uh, let everybody know where they can connect with you and just a few more details You know, on, on a, the studio that you're getting ready to, to launch this summer there in Charlotte. All right. Well, appreciate it, man. But um, yeah, so Rockbox, is, we're open here in Charlotte in the uh, South Park area. We're actually looking at a couple of locations tomorrow. Um, so hopefully we'll be open this summer. Oh, I'm not going to say hopefully. I'm talking into existence. We'll be open this <laughs> summer in South Park. Um, so come check us out. It's a free, a free training session, free lesson, get 
sign you up and get everybody's lives right that want to come join, join us. Music will be in a great, great atmosphere. Uh, we're, we're almost like you're on the dance floor, but you got boxing gloves on. Um, and then uh, you can check me out on Instagram at Yoga the Great 35, uh, Twitter, my talk 35, um, Rockbox underscore fitness on Instagram, Rockbox underscore South Park on Instagram. Um, we're going to take you up on that mike as two guys like ourselves who are not uh, former pro athletes and don't have the body of pro athletes i, I think we need to come check you out there soon <laughs> yeah if i'm if i'm ever in charlotte i'll, I'll make sure to head over there I'm, i live in los angeles blake's in nashville so he's a little bit I'm closer, a little bit Maybe closer can to make you. The trip <laughs> all right sounds good thanks mike all right really appreciate it mike all right that was the conversation with mike tolbert and as we said earlier uh really just excited to be able to catch up with him and as we said Dylan, i mean it's it's something where i said this earlier too it is man it's it's not easy for these guys once they retire and that's why i think you have so many guys that struggle with that decision and we've heard a lot of guys say this where you know you don't want to just immediately have that quick Mm -hmm. decision where it says okay one the day before i'm preparing for the next season the day after it's like you know i'm just deciding to retire you got to sort of have something in mind before you get to that point otherwise as we've seen many times it's not an easy road uh once you you get away from football yeah i channeled a little bit of that uh marshawn lynch take care of your chicken quote in terms of he was saying, you know, the one piece of advice you give to guys uh, that are in the league now is, you know, take care of yourself financially so that you do have that time after you retire where it's you don't have to rush into the next step. And uh, I, as I mentioned at the end of the, our talk with him, I thought that was a good piece of advice for a lot of different people in a lot of different situations as they transition to different phases of their life. Obviously, not everyone has uh, the, the capability of uh, taking that time necessarily, but there's other things you can do in life to, uh, you know, just buy some time as you make a big step like that. So, yeah, no, absolutely. Again, just such a nice guy. I was, you know, had never obviously talked to Mike before, but watched him throughout his career. And, yeah, just a, just a great dude. Well, we've got the open invitation uh, to Rockbox. So uh, <laughs> if uh, for some reason we, I don't know, maybe we, maybe we just go to Charlotte and we, um, you know, we do a live recording uh, from the Rockbox studio. And uh, I'm not sure how we'll both sound uh, going through that, but uh, we'll, we'll do our best. But no, uh, they're going to have a lot of fun with that. As he said, they're very excited for it, very passionate about it. Uh, that's always something that's important. So uh, look forward to seeing how everything unfolds with, with that uh, for Mike Tolbert and his his wife uh, should be uh, a lot of fun for them. So uh, that will wrap up uh, this episode uh, of the podcast. And uh, Dylan, we have a lot of great stuff going on over clutch points as uh, you know, the NFL off season, we have free agency rumors everywhere and um, lots of great stuff on the NBA front as well. Let everybody know where they can find all that. Yeah, you can go to clutchpoints.com, uh, the, either the NBA or NFL tabs on the on the front uh, homepage. All the news you could want on either sport. Yeah, a little bit of a downtime for the NFL, but the uh, scouting combine coming up here, obviously free agency, the draft. So a lot of you know original content, a lot of editorials and different things we're putting together to kind of preview all of that and get all these fan bases that have you know not had a, as a short of an offseason to say the Chiefs and Niners. These some of these fans, you know, haven't seen their teams play for a couple months and are excited for more football content to be coming through. So, yeah, keeping you updated there. NBA, yeah, we got the All-Star Weekend. We'll have a lot of coverage of all of that. 
coming up. And uh, you can also download the Clutch Points app to follow NBA games. You can listen to this podcast. You can listen to the Battle LA podcast in there um, and also read all of our content. So, yeah, a lot of exciting things happening and uh, looking forward to the next phase of the offseason here for the NFL. Yeah, great stuff uh, going on over Clutch Points. And also, as we mentioned earlier, uh, great stuff going on over Bet Online. And remember, this episode uh, here is brought to you by Bet Online. Go to betonline.ag. For 50% welcome bonus uh, with the promo code BLUEWIRE. Use it. Uh, get you some nice, uh, you know, percent off there and uh, lots of games uh, here and lots of different sports. But as we said, for the NFL, it is free agency rumor season, and that's what we're going to have fun with here on the Established Pass Podcast. So be sure you're subscribed to all that. Check out ClutchPoints.com, and we will talk to you guys next time here on the Established Pass Podcast. <laughs>